Let's do it. So, why do you use one? Chat. We are, yeah, we have the study room signed up. You're good, what do you tell me? What is all this, dude? Uh, we have a video Great. podcast. We were actually kind of hoping that you would come. going to be something that we should think about. A couple reasons. One, there's 55 billion euros worth of material that's just being thrown out that could be recycled. That's a business opportunity. How many dollars is it? 55 billion euros to USD. Okay, so for those of you at home, it's 63 and a half US. 63 and a half billion US dollars, right. So that's a major industry. And right now, there's actually a lot of people who are working in India and China where a lot of these e-waste get exported. These people are just picking apart and scraping off these little pieces to go and collect it so that they can sell and make their living. They're dealing with it improperly and they're actually causing themselves a lot of long-term health effects, negative health effects, which is one of the reasons why we need to figure out how to do this in a more safe way. We need professionals dealing with the chemicals that are involved with creating devices. Or figure out ways to allow these people to do it. Like we give them a tool that just makes it so that as they're collecting it and harvesting it and recycling it, they're not damaging their bodies. I don't know if that's a better face mask or better sets of gloves or if they can run the machines through something real quick. I give people options. I mean, there should be no reason why we can't use every aspect of a device on all of our next generation of devices, right? So what's holding us back? Why, why is it that they're going unused and then being thrown out? I think a lot of people don't know. Last year, only 55% of all countries in the world had any sort of legislation around this. 2017, one year later, it's increased 10%. I think I said 45% in 2016, so it's 55% now. Uh, that's from the United Nations. I mean, so that still means 45 half of the world population does not have any legislation, right? So, so this stuff gets thrown in landfills and it gets burned and that's not good. Only 20% of the current e-waste actually gets recycled. So there's 80% of that pie chart that we can still- Could it all be out. recycled perfectly? Is that a potential option? I think that's what we need to think about. When we're, when we're selling in quarter two of 2018, when Google sells 23 and a half million Google Home Minis and Amazon sells 22 and a half million Alexa, Amazon Alexa dots, I think we need to figure out how to make sure that we can recycle those devices or start building those devices out of recycled material because we don't have enough resources, we don't have enough gold and rare earth metals to put into these machines forever. So what happens when we run out? We probably start harvesting space material. Mine comets. So what happens when those run out? Hopefully we'll have this planet. Right, so I think the main thing if we yeah, stick to this planet, that's, that's probably a better question. The main takeaway is this. These devices are fundamental to everyday operation in modern society. You can reach out to anyone you want instantaneously over your phone. You can create any project that you want through your laptop. But not everyone's going to be able to have one if we don't figure out how to make them more efficient. Especially if we're not harvesting all the materials once the device is dead for the future devices, right? Like, there's only so much oil in the well before you run out. 
It's the exact same thing for all these rare, like rare materials, gold and silver go into these devices. Um, what do we do when the well runs out and people still want the devices? Are we, is that when we decide to get smart about it? Um, and if so, why can't we preemptively, uh, kind of as a species, put ourselves in a position where that's impossible? We've already got all of the systems set up in a way where when you throw away a device, you know that the next device is going to come with some refurbished stuff. And maybe people aren't okay with getting refurbished things, but at least that way, everyone can have them. Yeah, we've got a big informal economy right now that's just dumpster diving and searching landfills to, to find these. And I think one of the things that we need to do is think about these informal economies not as things that we need to clear up and get rid of, but things that we need to encourage and try to give them tools so that way they're doing it safely. Like, a lot of people don't have a way to get into the game unless they're just going out and gathering these materials. And they're doing the world a lot of good by going out into these landfills and taking these materials out before they actually become toxic waste. You said what percent of the total toxic waste comes from these devices? 70% of the U.S. toxic waste comes from these devices, but it only takes up 2% of our landfills. And you'd expect it to be nuclear runoff? You'd expect it to be something, not the cell phones that we're using, not the Nest thermostats that are on our wall. You wouldn't expect it to be the lights that we have hanging in our houses. And so do we hold Apple, do we hold Samsung, do we hold BlackBerry accountable for creating these devices that they're selling to people? I think they need to have educational programs. Like They need to have some sort of page that at least describes what people should do because I don't think they're doing anything. I mean, it's not exactly the same, but it's sort of like giving someone a product and it's uh, sort of knowing that at the death of the product, there's an 80% chance that it's going to harm the environment. I don't think that we can say that a company has good morals if they have a storefront, they're selling these things, and they know that even though it's only 2% of the landfills, they're causing 70% of the toxicity problem in those landfills. Like You would think social responsibility-wise that all the people creating these devices would band together and figure out how to address it. So 55% of the world has regulation around it, but even then the problem is still what it is. So the regulation isn't even effective enough to get us to where we need to be. So clearly we need, enough, we need a change outside of the lawmakers. I think we need humans collectively to figure out a way to be able to create things that are sustainable and that we would be able to replicate them for thousands of years rather than until the well runs dry. That's what we want to ask you today. What's a way that you as an individual have already been recycling, or how could you recycle your e-waste to start making a more positive impact? Because I usually have either sold my old phones or kept them, but at the end of the day, who knows if I sell them where it goes. And that scares me, because when I was selling it, it didn't occur to me that it might just be thrown in a landfill and they take the parts that they want. But now that we're talking about it, I realized that I myself could have potentially contributed to it. Right. And there are collection sites. Like you can go to a Home Depot and there are battery boxes. Mm -hmm. So you can and then drop off your batteries. And you can go to a Kroger and plastic. That's a different thing for plastic. But they have recycling centers. So I think if we just need to make it more The e-waste e category needs to be talked about because if the majority of the toxic waste in our landfills is coming from one thing, that should be the entire main focus. It's polluting our landfills, it's polluting our waters, it's making it so that we're also using a lot of our resources, yeah. 
we need to think about this because it's going to be a big issue for us in the long term. As a society, it's going to depend more and more on electronics.